Hello and welcome. Welcome to today's Read Aloud. I am your host for today, Robin Mulder Ingram, founder and CEO of Peaches and Sour Cream Children's Foundation. Our guest reader today is Miss Jenny De La Cruz. She is a licensed counselor specializing in family conflicts, trauma, and parental issues. Jenny is a philanthropist who advocates for human rights. Her work focuses on promoting diversity. Her passion for teaching her children about world history and current events led her to pursue writing and launch her own educational children's book series. She will be reading an excerpt from her book this evening. Mama, Can I Sleep With You Tonight? Helping children cope with the impact of COVID-19. If you want to know more of Jenny's work, check out her first book, Fridays with Miss Melange Haiti. She has a YouTube channel called Storytime with Miss Melange, where she reads diverse children's books aloud. You can also visit her online at www.cobbscreekpublishing.com. Jenny? Hi, Robin. Thank you for having me here tonight. You're welcome. So I'm so excited to read an excerpt of um, my uh, upcoming book, which actually I just released the ebook for pre-sale tonight. Wow. And so I'm so excited about that. And so I'm going to go ahead and get started. Before I start, I just want to give you a little background here. This story is between a mother and her son. And the mom is comforting her son because he is having a hard time uh, staying asleep. I can't stop feeling sad. I miss Nana hugs and her good stories. But I don't want to get her sick. My stomach feels like it's full of knots. I miss Nana too, but we're doing the right thing by keeping our distance. We cannot see Nana in person, but we can call her or have a video chat. I guess, but mama, yes son, I feel so scared. What scares you son? Everyone's wearing masks. Those do look scary, but They're the same people behind them. The masks keep everyone safe because it stops the spread of the virus. Remember, there are many places where we wear protective gear to keep us all safe, like our dentists and doctors' masks and gloves. What about the loud sirens? I hear them all the time now. That can be scary, I know. But remember, when you hear a siren, it means help. It's on its way. And that is an excerpt of Mama, Can I Sleep With You Tonight? Helping Children Cope with the Impact of COVID-19. Oh, wow. Wonderful. What a nice leader. Yeah, I'm sure people will be happy to finish the rest of the book. So I have a few questions before I let you go, if you don't mind. And oh, I, sure. Okay, wonderful. So I was curious. I wanted to know um, what inspired you to write this book? Well, you know, as a licensed professional counselor and a mother of two boys, I couldn't help but notice 
how children and families were dealing with the impact of social distancing. And you know, um, children process loss differently. We all are dealing with the loss of normalcy in our lives, right? Due to this new normal. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, you have sadly many who are also experiencing the loss of a loved one. And, you know, for example, my youngest son, who's almost four, woke me up at 4 a.m. on April 5th and he was having a hard time sleeping and you know he was sharing the best way you know a three-year-old can <laughs> right about his big fears and feelings and of course as soon as he's done he falls right back to sleep and I do what I always tell my clients not to do okay when you're trying to sleep don't go near that phone I pick up my phone and I start writing I was flooded with ideas things that I saw in the community, things that I saw in my own children, and I just kept writing, and it, it was coming to me so fast, I had to, like, catch it, like Jill Scott, and so um, by 6 a.m., story was completed, and I shared the draft with my husband that morning, and he was, like, really shocked. He said, wow, you know, I remember going to work one day, and I felt all those feelings all at once. It just hit me like a ton of bricks. And that's when I knew that this story is not just for children, for parents as well, and need to be shared. And at the end of the story, I had a list of resources and tools. I also include tips so that parents can help walk their children through these feelings and thoughts. Well, it's definitely a timely book because of what we're experiencing now. And it's so funny that your son would like nudge you and give you the muse to get up and start writing. So that's right. Wow. So you <laughs> took advantage of the opportunity and that was good. Um, so how do you think your book will support children and their families in the time like this? Well, in my book, as I mentioned, uh, I do have some tips at the end of the book, and I'll share some of these tips now with you. Um, it's important to support children by being aware of the stages of grief. And this is also good for us as well, because we're going through it. And the stages are denial, anger, sadness, bargaining, and acceptance. Okay. And this, these stages really manifest itself differently in children for example you might have a child who all of a sudden um, has increased in their mood swings and temper tantrums and you're like what is going on mm-hmm. you know? and so it's important to utilize tools like art and play to help kids express because that is their form of language especially when they are starting to learn language and you know actually I have another personal example of my three-year-old again I keep picking on him (laughs) but um, I remember one day I was getting ready to go to the grocery store and I said you know what would you like me to get you and he said Oreo cookies because we like to have our cookies with our books you know to, to have that positive association with reading and so I went ahead and put that on my list I went to the grocery store and I couldn't believe that all the Oreo cookies were gone. I mean, I can understand Lysol wipes, <laughs> Oreo cookies. But anyway, I come home and he's eager. And I said, sorry, you know, they were all out. Um, and I explained to him because of the our current situation, 
you know, there's a lot of things that they're out of in a grocery store. And he seemed to be okay for the moment, went back to playing. Mm -hmm. And then a day or two later, I noticed he seemed more frustrated than normal, Mm -hmm. you know, or or usual. I wouldn't say normal, but usual. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I gave him a piece of paper and some crayons. And I said, just start, you know, drawing how you feel. And he's really going at it, right? A lot of energy as he's drawing. Next thing I know, he's drawing a picture of me. So I was like, wait, hold on, what's going on here? <laughs> and I said, you know, I, I crouched down next to him and I said, you know, what's going on? And he said, see, mommy, you're at the grocery store and you're so angry. No more Oreos. Oh my. See, <laughs> your feet. I mean, yeah. And, you know, to be honest with you, Robin, I was so thrilled that he had this tool to be able to express himself because he could have easily took it out on his older brother and I would have not known where the source of that was you know and so it's a really important art yes okay so now um I like the fact that you used a book um because that is what we're all about we're literacy based so you use the book to help children cope with their feelings are there any yeah. other books that you could recommend that will help children process their thoughts and feelings? Yes, actually, there's another great book out there called B is for Breathe, and it's by Dr. Melissa Boyd. And this book, uh, she goes through a list of coping skills while going through the alphabet. And so it really allows children to remember those um, coping skills. And there's another book called um, Feelings and Dealings. And that's by Child and Jones. And so there are tons of great resources out there. Just have to, you know, do the, the research and look for them. And I would say as for parents, uh, it's really important for them to get some self-care as well. And so I would encourage parents to check out sites like grief.com. Um, David Kessler, he has tons of resources available articles and he also does like this free grief support group like a virtual one and I think that's really a great opportunity for parents to also process because when we have healthy parents we have healthy children absolutely so that is key that is key but you know I do want to leave um just uh, two more tips that parents can utilize. Sure. Uh, so I mentioned art and play, but I also believe is important. The third tip is to validate how a child feels. Mm-hmm. You know, to actually say, you know, I feel sad too. I feel frustrated too. That allows, you know, your, our children to feel safe, mm-hmm. to feel heard, and to, to see that, wow. I'm not alone, you know? And sometimes children, when they start to share, they only give us a tip of the iceberg. So when they see that, okay, you, you can actually receive what I'm saying, they'll come back to share more, which is a great sign, which is a great sign. And then I would say, give also the fourth tip, children the opportunity to release their anger or frustration physically, you know? Um, my oldest son sometimes when he gets frustrated I say go upstairs and go punch your pillow you know um and you know it might be a win-win situation because if he gets tired and and takes a nap hey you know it's all good (laughs) but I think it's so important for children to um do things like that another one is to get a bowl fill it with rice and have a child just 
squeeze the rice with their fingers because it really allows them to calm their central nervous system mm-hmm. and release tension from their bodies. And sometimes as adults, we need that too. We need it too, absolutely. Listen, I got my stress ball while I'm homeschooling, okay? <laughs> you know, it's important for us to exercise, take care of ourselves, not just to be in shape, but to also release that stress from our bodies. And so that's that's a, uh, the last tip I would really like parents to take with them. But I am so glad um, that you gave me the space to be here. And I, Robin, I really appreciate the work that you're doing, creating just Thank you. quality childhood experiences children that's just so wonderful thank you well you definitely have given us a lot to think about some really good tips um how to interact um differently you know i'm not gonna say properly because everybody uh interact differently with their children but definitely what you have said are some very positive things and i'm so happy yes so with that we're going to close out and we're going to thank the audience ladies and gentlemen boys and girls we thank you for tuning into this very special episode with miss jenny de la cruz i'm a counselor and please look her up and stay tuned for our next episode